So I've talked many times on this podcast about CRT, the curriculum choices of school boards and woke books found in libraries across the entire nation. Many of you have asked about alternative library choices, and if you've never heard of the Tuttle Twins, you are in for a treat. The current political and economic climate is coming to a critical tipping point, and socialism's popularity is on the rise. And so educating our kids about freedom is more important today than it's ever been. For more information about the Tuttle Twins and to take advantage of special discounted offers, go to HeidiStJohn.com forward slash Tuttle Twins. Hey, everybody. This is Heidi St. John. Thank you guys so much for tuning in today. You guys have found me at my little corner of the internet. Today is Thursday, uh, 3rd of February. I cannot even believe it. I'm very glad that we survived the month of January. And as promised, my friend Jill Simonian from Prager University Kids is here today. And we're going to share an off-the-bench story that you guys are not going to forget. Stick around. I think you're going to be encouraged. All right, you guys, before we get started today, really quickly want to let you know that we have a brand new study coming up at MomStrong International. It launches this coming Monday. We're going to be taking you guys through the book of Ephesians. And uh, the reason I love this book so much, particularly for right now, is it stresses the importance of unity among the body of Christ, that we have to be unified. We're watching the enemy just tear us limb from limb in the culture. Uh, It's happening certainly politically. It's happening in the church with our woke churches and our woke Christian universities. And uh, the voices that are coming at you in the culture right now are causing more division. Today, I'm very excited because I have a brand new friend. You guys know, I've talked about this a whole bunch. I'm a huge fan of Prager University and the work that those guys are doing. I've said to you many times, just forget sending your kids to college and have them watch Prager University videos. And I'm telling you what, they're going to learn more from those videos than any college in the world is ever going to teach them. And I'm thrilled to have made the acquaintance of Jill Simonian, who reached out to me. And she has an incredible off-the-bench story that just made me a hundred different kinds of happy. I've invited her on the show. You guys are going to be blessed. Jill, my friend, welcome to the podcast. Hi, Heidi. If you're a hundred different types of happy, I'm a thousand different types of happy. No joke. I'm so glad to be talking to you. (laughs) Well, it's really a privilege to have you here. I love your story. So let's kind of, let's jump right into it because uh, we've got a lot to cram into the podcast today. You reached out to me and said that you'd been listening to my podcast for a while, right? I have. I have. I I discovered you, so to speak, on Instagram in 2020 when I would go on walks around my neighborhood by myself trying to make sense of what the heck was happening in the world. And I found you through various recommendations through a friend. And they said, oh, you got to you got to look up this lady, Heidi St. John. She's sensible. She's sensible. And I started listening to you on my walks. (laughs) Well, and really, I mean, we did not think, I mean, here, here we are, it's 2022 and we're still dealing with the stupidity that is coming out of our leadership. And we're recognizing that now we are really reaping in this nation, what we have been sowing for generations through our public school system, through the, the slow but steady drip of indoctrination with regard to socialism and the history of our country. We've, we really have erased what was our shared national identity and a sense of patriotism and a love for this country. And now we're watching socialism and in many cases, through the uh, the censorship of voices like Joe Rogan's and voices like mine, that is communist in nature. That's what they do in communist China, not what we do in the United States. And you started to see 
that this, that all the stuff I've been talking about for, you know, eight years at the podcast about the public school is happening, didn't you? I did. And I really thought, I mean, I'm going to be unfiltered and honest here. When I started listening to you in 2020, so many things resonated with me on a very deep level. And I was like, yes, right on. This woman knows what she's talking about. But many things I also thought were hyperbole. Uh, You know, you were a pioneer in the homeschool movement. And and there were many times when you would be talking about something to do with public education. And I thought, well, nah, I don't really think that's happening and oh, that, <laughs> yeah, she might be exaggerating and maybe she had a bad experience but I gotta right. tell you the virtual learning I'm here in California and the virtual learning that happened uh blew my mind wide open when my elementary school aged kids were sitting in front of their computer and I got an inside window as to what was being discussed and also not discussed inside of the classroom. And, and it just, it really started to wear on me as a mom, um, as a person, as a United States citizen, everything. I mean, you know, I'm Armenian American and my great grandparents fled to this country to escape genocide, oppression, you name it. And I was always raised with this instinctual love for America and what we stand for and freedom. And right before my eyes on my children's Zoom screens in their classroom time, I use that phrase loosely, I was seeing everything unravel. Yeah. Yeah. Devastating. It's devastating. I, there was a gentleman this morning that came to the Homeschool Resource Center. It's the first time he's ever been here. He pulled his kids out because of COVID and they got the Chromebooks and everything and came home. And he said, I just happened to overhear what was what my children were learning and they started out the morning teaching my children the need for them to apologize because of the color of their skin because it was black lives matter and all the things and he said he goes man Heidi he goes I took those those chromebooks I threw them in a box took them down to the principal and said I'm done I'm withdrawing my kids you know and I was like you sound like my friend Jill good for him well the, yeah and yeah. I mean you know that's what happened and at the time my kids were in let me think back let me go back and time third and fourth grade. Okay. So the class would start on the computer and they were each at the dining room table. And I thought, okay, you know, we're going to give this a go all for one and one for all. And we're in this situation and we're really going to make this work because we're Americans to get, you know, all of the positive things that you tell yourself. And one teacher was having one class, one of my daughters stand up and do the Pledge of Allegiance. And then the other teacher wasn't. And I thought, well, that's strange. Now it's a weird thing to, you know, I'm I'm not going to, you know, it is strange to stand up in front of your computer alone. However, however, we are in class, we are in school. This is still the education system. One student's doing it, the other student's not. And I realized that it kept going on and on for a few weeks. And so finally, I told my older daughter, I go, can you just ask your teacher, hey, can I lead the Pledge of Allegiance one day for the one that wasn't doing it? I said, see what she says. So my daughter kind of fought me. I don't want you embarrassing me. I said, you're doing it. You're doing it. You're doing it. You don't understand why now, but you're going to understand. So anyways, she did it. She asked. The class then started saying the Pledge of Allegiance. Then they stopped. And it, and it was sort of this back and forth. And I finally called the principal. And I, and I was on the PTA board. Okay. So I was heavily involved at that school, working in partnership with the teachers. And everything was in the best way. 
And I asked the principal who I had a great relationship with, I said, I'm just curious. This might not seem like a big deal, but I just kind of want to know why is one doing it? The other's not. And the response I got from the principal was very alarming and unexpected. And she said, quote, you know, the the Pledge of Allegiance is very tricky. And I'm thinking of telling every one of my teachers at the school to just stop saying it all together so that no one feels marginalized. And I am on the phone and I said, no, 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 don't do that. Please don't do that. And I hung up and I thought, oh, this is what we're dealing with. And as it turned out, as the months passed, this principal was having behind the scenes Zoom workshops with her teachers and staff talking about white privilege, white fragility, how to circumvent the curriculum that, uh, you know, that the school board and district had previously approved. They're talking about purchasing varied forms of curriculum from different websites like Teachers Pay Teachers, unauthorized stuff. Let's get, let's get this, um, you know, Uh, soft activism in the classroom. So our children learned that George Washington was a slave owner. And then they would discuss how uh, they hoped that the fifth graders who took their field trip to Valley Forge would really learn about the real George Washington instead of the fairy tale that they tell in schools. And, you know, a teacher shared these behind the scenes videos with many of us parents. And what we saw was just devastating. And, you know, I'm not here to say, oh, we don't want you to discuss that kind of stuff. I will stand by free speech. I will stand by the ability in this country for everyone to discuss what they want. But to hear teachers talking about dismantling a system, dismantling a curriculum, and by any means, that was a quote, by any means, inject what is necessary into the classroom, regardless of how parents feel about it, that is an assault uh, on children's education, on parents' right, everything. I mean, everything. And I thought, oh my, Heidi St. John was not exaggerating. Literally. I mean, that's what I thought. Do you want to start supporting companies whose products are made right here in the United States? Me too. And at the top of my list is MyPillow. I recently learned that MyPillow is so much more than pillows. And in fact, Jay and I decided to try out the MyPillow mattress and we love it. You guys, check it out because with my special promo code, you can get up to 66% off all MyPillow products. Go to MyPillow.com or call 1-800-447-0541 and use promo code Heidi to take advantage of Mike Lindell's special offer for the Heidi St. John podcast listeners. That's MyPillow.com, promo code Heidi, or call 1-800-447-0541. Well, and the truth of the matter is what what you're pointing out is what we've been trying to tell parents for years. You know, I saw the handwriting on the wall 24 years ago when we pulled our daughter out of the public school in Oregon because we started seeing things happening. First, it was in the school bus, and then it was sort of tacitly in the classroom. There's nothing tacit about what's happening. These guys are not hiding anymore because they've been outed. And so now they're just loud and proud and teaching our children to hate this country. And frankly, the left 
owns the education system in our nation. And that is wrong because the Bible teaches us the importance of children, right? And that the, the Bible says in Luke 6, 40, that when a student is fully trained, he will be like his teacher. And so if the left takes education seriously, certainly the people that love this country and the people whose families immigrated here to get away from uh, from tyranny and away from communism and away from socialism, we should be able to have the voices enough, loud enough to say, no, this is America. If you want communism, you go somewhere else. You want socialism, see ya. Venezuela's open. You can go down there, you know, and, and get yourself some beachfront property right now. It's pretty cheap because <laughs> people are trying to leave, you know. But I'm really, I'm excited for you because you took that moment, really kind of a salient moment when you were just like, oh, for the love. This is actually happening. You know, things mm-hmm. that we have said could never possibly be in our school system, but I believe that they're doing exactly what they were designed to do all along, right? We know the hand that rocks the cradle rules the world, right? And so right. these guys are trying to get earlier and earlier and earlier to our kids. You did the thing you thought you would never do, mm-hmm. and you pulled your kids out. I did. I, I, I will, I tell everyone I can talk to, this last year, 2021, was the most shocking and unexpected chapter of my life as a mother. Started off with Biden. It started <laughs> the most shocking and horrifying administration on the face of the earth ever in the history of our country. Yes. <laughs> right. So you're making me laugh. I can't. I can't. Oh my I, I, because if we don't I, laugh, you know, we'll cry. I, I know. I mean, I, and that's the thing. Uh, more and more frequently, just as a side note, I, you know, I find myself laughing and giggling and smiling. And uh, please know that I have zero joy in right. any of this. It is devastating. It is disheartening. It's tragic. But I just find myself like laughing more because what else can you do? Um, yeah. Last year was totally shocking. I, for, you know, just for backstory, I have been my whole life a happy, positive advocate for public schools. I have believed in public schools. I believe in the um, the concept of getting an education with people who you live nearby, your community, different, the same, whatever. You know, we're all here on God's earth, together under God, created equal under God through our differences. Yep, there yep. is no reason why we should not collectively live together, discuss, debate, but learn together as well. My sister's a public school teacher. My mother was a public school teacher. My grandmother was a public school teacher. Wonderful teachers, all who love this country. None of this, you know, woke nonsense with that. Right, right. But uh, I was always an advocate and a fan, and I was always kind of making fun of the people who would pull their kids out and put them in private school. And I would say, oh, ha, ha, or God forbid homeschooling. Right, right, right. Yes. So, so Jill's I, like, oh, no, no, no. I'm not I putting a boiler understand. in my head and growing my own wheat in my backyard. Forget it. <laughs> so I did not understand <laughs> it. But after, and I'm also a very big believer in getting involved. If you don't like something, you got to put your money where your mouth is and you got to yep. speak up and you got to be brave and you have to, you know, you, you have to uh, collect people that feel the same way. So, because there's power in numbers and in my community, um, in our school district in Southern California, a little pocket, La Cunata Unified School District, my former district, uh, we, as a group of concerned community citizens, we would have unofficial meetings and text messages and saying, okay, we're going to go to the school board. This is what's on the agenda. Let's talk about this. Let's open a discussion. Let's propose solutions. I was probably 
one of the individual, I shouldn't say probably, I was, in fact, one of the individuals who admittedly got very worked up with fire coming out of my ears at some point. <laughs> That's, your Armenian. Yes, That's your Armenian. Armenian heritage. So I would go to these school board meetings and it all starts very diplomatic, diplomatically. But when you go to meeting after meeting after meeting, month after month after month, and you're talking to a group of people who you, some, some that you know personally, yep. who have, you have had relationships with and they're looking at you with blank stares and zero understanding and they completely just cast aside any and all of what you're saying that is based in logic and truth you consistently feel just marginalized and and attacked for lack of a better word so after months and months and months going to the school board and speaking about different things and getting my mic turned off at one point and being told to sit down at one point and getting kicked out because my mask was below my nose. Oh, and no, I no, no, no. Oh, these are, I, I thought, I thought, why am I doing this? And it was a real just moment of clarity. I said, why am I doing this? It's like going to McDonald's and getting angry that they don't have a fresh salad bar in front of me. Why am I doing this? So as God usually does, a path was cleared and through the grace of a few different, you know, what I'm calling them divine intervention moments, I discovered a teeny tiny little school, not too far from me, classical education. So was started by homeschool parents about 20 years ago. Uh, really, really intent on focusing on parents' rights, classical education. Um, They are operating in the most freedom-based way that really honors families. And Mm. that's all I'm going to say about that. And we (laughs) moved our children. I was scared to death. I told my husband, I don't know if I can do this. He said, get them out. And he's a product of the public school system too. He said, get them out, get them out. And I'm so glad I did. And it was just this bungee jump moment. And I am so, 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 so very thankful. And my point is, is that for parents, you think you can't until you do. And then you realize, oh, I can. (laughs) Well, we've been lied to. Right. I mean, so for, I mean, I was, we've all been indoctrinated to believe that there's only really one way to do it. And so that's what we've all done. My husband was the product of the public school system. My grandparents, actually, they were the ones that turned me on to Christian education when I was very little because they saw some things. My grandfather was a pastor. He campaigned for Ronald Reagan. You know, he was the one who told me the church should always be involved in politics. So here's Heidi St. John, like lone voice in the wilderness, you know, (laughs) the church should be talking about politics. And all the pastors that I know are like, oh, no, 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 we don't do that. That's not what we do. I'm like, no, but my grandpa said, you know, <laughs> and so long time ago, and I think this is, this is, it goes to the point of why we have to tell the truth now, because what you are saying right now, Jill, is going to impact thousands of other people. And it might not be tomorrow, but it will happen. It will happen because people are waking up. So, you, uh, so I want to get to, uh, to what happened after that, because you, you've gotten involved now with Prager University which I'm like fangirling all over the place. When I, you know, when I saw you, I was like, oh, it's just money from Prager <laughs> University. And, you know, and I had the, the, uh, the really fun opportunity to talk with Will Witt when yeah. I was speaking for the Freedom Rally for Freedom Revival down in, uh, in San Diego. And 
you are doing something that you never thought you'd do. So tell us a little bit about how you got involved with Prague University Kids. I never thought I'd do it. My career background was in entertainment journalism, parenting, lifestyle segments on television news channels. I worked in Los Angeles News for uh, I, it literally like 15 years. So you weren't and- working for the History Channel? No, I wasn't working for the History Channel. This is all new for me. Uh, Prager (laughs) You Kids is a brand new, I I shouldn't say brand new. We're about one year old officially now, but we are a new program through PragerU, PragerU.com. And we offer free videos and content and digital magazines and now books for our youngest learners that really are centered on our American values and our love for freedom and equality for all under God and hard work and responsibility and all of the values that this country was founded upon. We want to incite love for our country and love for history at the, at the student level, kindergarten through 12th grade. I have a show and tell. I'll show it real fast. I love it. This is our latest book, Otto's Tales. Otto is Dennis Prager's dog that sits beside him on the fireside chats when you watch yes. the you Yeah. So uh, we have children's books for um, every American holiday that tells the story of our values and our history. And this one is for President's Day. You can find all of this at PragerU.com slash kids. But we have books for every American holiday. And um, our videos are free. For students, our digital magazines talk about historical heroes. Um, wait, 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 wait. So let me get this straight. You're not teaching uh, diversity, equity, and inclusion? No, we're not. We, what we are teaching is <laughs> e pluribus unum, out of many one, one of our American mottos. We are united as Americans through our differences, no matter where we came from. That's what we want our children to know. We want our children to be unified. Unified. Yeah. And learn yeah, our yeah. history. And America is yeah, not perfect. And we talk about that. But we are the best best country, most blessed country in the world. Absolutely yeah. true. And you know what? The, you know what the best teacher is? I'm always telling this to my kids. Failure. Failure is the best teacher. And unfortunately, we're going to learn a very hard lesson right now as we're watching institution after institution around us, including our public schools, failing miserably. But I have a lot of hope. And, uh, you know, I told you we're, we're, we've got an incredible thing going on here in the Portland, Vancouver metropolitan area. We've got 1,600 students right now studying classes at the Homeschool Resource Center. I'm teaching Constitutional Live. I had almost 200 people show up on Sunday night for Constitutional Live. And they're coming all ages. Right. So oh, I would like to go to that. Up. It's fantastic. <laughs> well, it's Rick, you know, it's Rick Green, right? Who's a dear friend of mine, has been for years. And he's like, why are you not teaching constitutional live? And I was like, good, good question. You know, we'll get right on that. You want to get something done? Ask a busy person, right, Jill? Right. This is right. true. It's totally right. So you guys, you're at Prague University now, Prague University Kids. And I really want people to check it out. So we'll link back to it in the show notes today. And uh, where again can they find you online? You can find us at PragerU.com slash kids. And you can subscribe for free to get notifications about when our shows release. We release about a show a week uh, for the elementary through high school audience. And then we also have a membership group called PragerU Resources for Educators and Parents. And what that is, it's a foundational uh, support, essentially, to keep our kids' shows free. And it's a membership group in which uh, you donate $25, and then you're gifted with access to a private discussion forum where parents and teachers are sharing stories and solutions for um, for 
education. And, and it's really, it's, it's, it's a support group. It's um, comforting to know because we're not alone. We are not alone. Mm. No matter what anyone tries to make us believe, we are not alone in wanting to raise our children to love and appreciate the history of America. Mm. And I love that you just said one of my favorite words when it comes to talking about the education system in this country, and that is the word solution. There are solutions out there. We don't have to be held captive to a system that is turning our children against God, against each other by the color of their skin or their gender, and against this country by rewriting the nation's incredible history, even the even the black spots, even the places that we have failed. We have failed that we recognize those as failures. And then we've made efforts to change them. And America really is the greatest and most free and prosperous nation on the face of the earth because of the founding fathers and the documents that they gave us in our constitution and our declaration of independence. And I love that you guys are teaching that at Prague University Kids. Jill Simonian, what a treat it has been to have you on the show. You'll have to come back. I have a feeling we have lots and lots of things that we could talk about uh, as the months progress, but I so appreciate hearing you get off the bench, woman. You're so off the bench now. I bet you can't even see it anymore. Can I was, I can't, I don't know where the bench was and I'm, I'm so <laughs> mad that I was sitting there forever, but Everything has a time. There is a season. This is the season. Now's the time. Thank you for thank you for motivating parents to get off the bench. You're welcome. And thank you so much. I've enjoyed having you come back again. Okay. You guys, for more information on Jill Simone and the work they are doing at Prager University Kids, go to PragerU.com forward slash kids. I will link back to it also in the show notes today. Don't forget, you guys, brand new study on the book of Ephesians launching on Monday at momstronginternational.com. Thanks for listening, everybody. And I will see you back here tomorrow with Mark Sherwood, who's running for governor in the state of Oklahoma. And we will be talking all about his run and why it's so important for you to take control of your health here at the intersection of faith and culture. For more encouragement, visit me online at momstronginternational.com.